Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott steering the ship home for Bob. He's off to grab the team bus as they head to the rink. It's the Oilers and Sabres tonight on 6.30. Chad, 3.30 for the face-off show and 5 o'clock puck drop. The, uh, the Sabres, also a team that's uh, looking to cling to their playoff lives. 68 points on the season and they're battling for the second wild card spot out east the same way the Oilers are in the west. The Oilers, 8 points back, of course, of wild card positioning but they've been on a roll lately Sabres uh, assistant coach Steve Smith former oiler in fact spent six years with the Oilers had a conversation with Bob after the morning skate thanks for taking time to join us just uh, I thought I mean it's kind of been a, a unique year you guys got off to such a tremendous start early I think you were 17 six and two at one stretch you do have a young defense which you're in you know helping uh, Phil Housley out with maybe just an assessment on, on how the season's gone here in Buffalo for you guys well, it was a little bit of an aberrational start for us. We got off to, uh, you know, I think we are about 500 after four or five games, and then we went on a little bit of a streak. I think we had 10 in a row, and uh, we had a lot of things go our way. Our goaltending was really strong. We uh, we scored some very timely goals. We won uh, a bunch of uh, one-goal games and uh, um, really built some confidence. And, uh, you know, as the season went on, we... Uh, uh, we've, we've fallen from uh, from that standard a little bit. Uh, some of the youth uh, of the team has uh, has shown up. Some of the mistakes that are made by young defensemen, young forwards, uh, everything in general kind of caught up to us and uh, uh, probably knocked us back to a place we're closer to where we should have been from the beginning. You uh, you played with one of the uh, greatest defensemen of all time, uh, a couple of them actually during the course of your career, including Paul Coffey, who's doing some work now with Edmonton. Uh, maybe just an assessment on what you're seeing out of Rasmus Dahlin. Well, he's a, he, he's a pretty special player. He does things that uh, I certainly would never have thought of, uh, especially offensively. Um, you know, he's he's as creative as they get. He's as smooth as they get. Um, uh, wonderful passer. 
Um, does a lot of work on his game. He uh, is out there every, each and every day working on shots, working on uh, um, making himself better in practice every day. And uh, what I think people do, haven't seen or haven't have probably haven't noticed an awful lot, he's got a little bit of grit to him. He likes to be a little physical at times, and uh, he can get nasty with the stick. And uh, um, he's a he's a he's a winner, and uh, um, he's. Uh, his parents are the uh, prototypical perfect parent because what a great kid he is, uh, really easy to deal with, and uh, um, he's been a real pleasure to coach for sure. We're joined by Buffalo Sabres assistant coach Steve Smith, Bob Stoffer with you on orders now. Steve, uh, just a, a thought here on this. You pick up Brandon Monteur. You got Rasmus Ristolainen. You have Rasmus Stalin. I mean, we're seeing a bit of a change here in terms of the structure of how defenses are built. You got to be able to move it. And you guys had that in Carolina too. You got to be able to transition the puck and you got to have D that can skate. It's not about having big, heavy defensemen leaning on you anymore, is it? I mean, you've got a real opportunity. Might have to coach some of them up a bit on defense. But in terms of that importance of, of having guys that are mobile and can transition the puck, there has been a bit of a shift in the league here over the last three or four years, hasn't it, Brett? Well, there's no doubt that you have to be able to skate and you have to be able to transition the puck. One of the things that was uh, really clear to me early in Carolina was we had great skaters, we had guys that were able to uh, transport the puck, but they had a real defensive, defensive conscious about them, and that's why I think that team's having so much success as they move forward. Um, some of these young guys, I think, are going to get that, get to that. They really want to learn that part of the game. They really have uh, worked on uh, that part of the game, both on and off the ice, through video and through uh, uh, practice time. And uh, um, it's something that's going to come over time, but again, it is something that comes over time. You think about uh, all the different systems that you have to learn as a, as a young player, you know, and then, then you've got to go through the league and figure out how fast is Connor McDavid and how strong is uh, Milan Lucic. And, uh, you know, you've got players that you've got to measure their abilities as well. So not only are you learning uh, what the systems of the organization are putting forward, you're also starting to learn uh, the league and the players around the league, and that's what makes it difficult, and that's what sometimes makes it uh, uh, a little taxing on your time. Is defending McDavid different than preparing for any other team in the league or any other player in the league? Well, he's the fastest player in the league. It's not even close. And uh, if you're not angling him, you're not putting him into a cylinder that you want him to be in, you know, he's going he's gonna to explode in an area that he wants to be in. If he controls the good ice, um, that spell is trouble in a hurry because not only is he fast, he's got incredible hands and incredible vision and uh, the ability to make something uh, happen that uh, uh, most in the league can't. You had really good penalty kills in Carolina for uh, certainly two of the last three years you were there. Uh, you guys, this year, top 10 team in the league penalty killing as well. Are there certain inherent characteristics of successful PK units besides goaltenders stopping the puck? A goaltender is always uh, uh, always has to be your best uh, penalty killer, but I I think it's just buying into something. We have some character guys here that are willing to block shots, that are willing to get into shot lanes, that uh, have bought into a system. It's a fairly simple system, and uh, uh, we ran it uh, uh, in Carolina for the four years I was there, and uh, and uh, and had some fun with it, and we continue to. But I, I think it's ever evolving with the uh, with the power plays and the and the changes they've made over time as well. And uh, you know I. I I'm a big believer in uh, setting uh, setting certain parameters for the players and then allowing them to run with it. One final one for you, Steve. Uh, you know, you grew up in that Oilers organization, and everybody emphasized the skill and ability, and hey, they were tremendous players. But was there something about the culture of that group that made players better? 
because you were a guy, you know, late. I think you were a fifth-round pick, and you just kept on working at your craft, and you know, you're an all-star caliber defenseman for a number of years in the NHL. And I'm just wondering what if there was something about how Wayne approached things, or how Mark Messier did, or Paul Coffey in terms of how they helped you grow as a player. Well, it was a very inclusive atmosphere. Everybody was included the second that uh, they walked into the locker room. The uh, the culture was the key to that. I mean, certainly they were great players. You're never going to take that away from them. And they did have success other places after they left there. But I think what they left with was that feeling of the right culture, the right uh, atmosphere, The uh, as I said, the feeling of inclusiveness. Um, you know, no matter who you were and how you were involved, I mean, I mean, Joy Moss in that locker room is a prime example of top to bottom. Everybody's included and everybody's uh, made to feel feel like they're special every single day and and uh, that, that went from the top down I think Glenn Sather promoted that I think that uh, Wayne Gretzky obviously promoted that and there was a whole host of other guys whether they were character guys or skill guys um, you either uh, were part of that or you were moved out quickly Steve thanks for your time you're welcome that is Bob Stoffer in conversation with Sabres assistant coach and former Edmonton Oiler Steve Smith. Now, we've talked about it on this show as well. Uh, Zach Cassian making hay while the sun is shining. He has produced at a pretty reasonable clip in the top six. And as somebody that was uh, a candidate to be shipped out of town at the trade deadline, uh, you know what? Personally, I, I was happy to see him stay. I think he definitely has a, a service to provide this team. And when he's putting the puck in the net, we saw him snipe that goal against Columbus a very effective player Bob also had a one-on-one with him earlier today Zach it's, it's all about opportunity maybe just discuss uh, you know where you were at the start of the year compared to what's happening right now for you you're on a bit of a run here you got eight goals 13 points over the last 21 games yeah I think it's exactly what you kind of pointed to it's just getting a little more opportunity with uh, with the coaching change and obviously when you're playing with with highly skilled players you get a little more chances around the net and um, thankfully, they've been they've been going in. Do you have to ensure that you don't, as good as they are, they're pretty good, okay? But do you have to ensure that you still play your game a little bit, and if you got the puck, you don't necessarily 100% give it up every time? Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things you you try to read and react every place a little different, but you definitely want the puck in their hands as much as possible. That's no secret, but at the same time, you try to bring a, a little different element uh to kind of make it work and um, we've we've had a, some success it's um, we just have to continue that uh, you played with two of the classiest guys in NHL history in the Sedins but they slowed the game down is it different with Connor and Leon yeah completely the way well they're the caliber players pretty much the exactly the same they're they're two players that are so dynamic and and can find you at any point in time so you always have to be ready but yeah you're you're right Connor obviously brings that world-class speed and um, the Sedins they were kind of two dry sidles on the same line the way they passed the puck so um, it's definitely they're they're Connor and Leon are definitely unique in what they can do and uh, how they can beat you because it's so many different ways but um, there's no doubt those are those are two top uh, top end players. You were up around 19 and a half minutes yesterday. Just a thought on maybe going from eight to ten minutes in a game to playing that amount of minutes. I mean, obviously you're up for it, but do you have to play a little bit differently, knowing that you're going to be logging some more minutes? Oh yeah, definitely. I think as your role changes, you you have to adapt to the style of play, and um, you still have to be physical, but you can't be running running out of out of your way for hits. It's not as much dump and chase. Uh, 
it's it's a lot about puck possession when you're playing with players like that. But you have to finish when you get to get the opportunity. But it's a lot about puck protection, holding on to pucks, and and creating that little time and space for those guys to make a little extra plays. So, um, like I said, I've given a little more of an opportunity with Hitch, and uh, I've always known I can I can play and I can score. It's just when I came here, I was given the, that role that Todd had me in, and so be it. I, I enjoyed it. I embraced it. But uh, it's always nice to to show what else I can do. Let me ask you this. So when you're in that, for lack of a better term, bottom six role, Kellen Panley's energy role, are you engaging more verbally? Whereas when you're playing with these guys, you you, you don't want to drag the other team into some of that crap. You just want to go out there and play. Yeah, definitely. I think when you're on the third and fourth lines, your goal is to create energy, be physical, get pucks deep, wear the team down. With those guys, you're going out every second, third shift. Uh, you really have to stay focused because you could get a scoring chance at any second playing with them or when you go out. So um, you definitely have to be dialed in a little differently, but uh, it's definitely a fun time. Was yesterday's game against Columbus the Oilers' best game this season? Yeah, it has to be up there. I think that's that's a really good team on paper over there, um, with especially with the additions they've made. But I, f- I feel we, we really limited their chances, and I think that's that's from our, our back check pressure. That's from playing tight. That's from not really limiting really limiting them to the outside and taking away and not turning the puck over at the blue lines. Um, we, we were definitely a, a tough team to play against yesterday. You're 4-1-1 uh, and one here over, uh, uh, yeah, 4-1-2 over the last seven games. Just the thought of building the momentum and making sure there's not a drop-off because this hasn't been a good place for Edmonton in the last couple of years when you guys have come in here. Yeah, you're right. They, we've struggled in here the last couple of years, but with the way the standings are and the way we feel we're playing right now, we're a confident group and we know how important these points are uh, on the final stretch here so we're definitely going to be a hungry group and a hungry group's a dangerous group so we just have to continue on that foot and and put our best foot forward that is Zach Cassian in conversation with Bob Stoffer. Brendan Escott here driving the ship home on Oilers now. Bob has gone to catch the bus. The team heading to the rink, 3.30. The face-off show coming up on 6.30, Chad. That'll tee up the Oilers and Sabres tonight from the Key Bank, or Key Bank Center, I believe, in, uh, in Buffalo. And, hey, again, two teams that might have ambitious playoff aspirations but it's not out of the question yet and if you look at what's going on around the Oilers now much has been made all season or uh, for the better half the better part of the second half of the season I should say about uh, how tight the West playoff race is because all these teams had such similar records well you look around and most of the teams are starting to spin their tires a little bit while the Oilers are gaining traction so I'm not saying it's even likely but I'm saying that they're putting themselves in a good position right now by the way that they have been playing lately to perhaps pull off the improbable and capture a wildcard playoff spot. Uh, Sticking with the theme of pregame conversations, Jack Michaels, the voice of the Oilers here on the Oilers Radio Network, 1v1 with Oilers defenseman Chris Russell. There's aspects of our game where I really um, thought we pushed our will on them, uh, made it hard against their defense, and um, and, uh, I thought we did a good job of uh, on the back end getting breaking pucks out, and uh, our centers did a good job low support and then there's a few breakdowns and a big saves by Miko so it was a full team effort. That shift nearly two minutes in the offensive zone I mean you could play 10 years and not see one of those. Yeah I mean I think those are the ones you just you're thankful you weren't on the other side of those because they're, they're pretty tough and then you get those elite guys skating around and making plays it's uh, it's tough to try and keep it tight but obviously I guys made a good play and got a goal. 
And yet, you didn't seem to back off because I believe on the next goal, it was you with a hard pinch and, you know, not content with any sort of lead. And that's what I kind of noticed about the game against Columbus is you kept kind of the skate on the proverbial throat. Yeah, I think so. I think we were just aggressive all night. I mean, we've got in trouble in the past of, you know, maybe getting a lead and then sitting back a little bit. And, and the way the t- today's games play, there's so much skill and speed. If you sit back, people are going to create and there's going to be opportunities. So I thought we did a real good job of just staying with the game plan. And then uh, we've got to bring that forward regardless of the score, the situation. We've got to keep playing the same way. Do you feel coming to the rink that the players have kind of embraced the every night's a playoff game type of situation? Because that's ultimately the situation I think you're in. I do, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I thought there's been times lately where we're, we deserve more than we've got, but at the same time, this is a hard league and you got to be good every single night. And we understand that. It was, a, it was a big one, you know, to string two together. And, you know, obviously we've got a you know, high-end skilled team tomorrow. So um, every night's a test and uh, we're trying to look for two points every night and you know, get our wedge our way back in there. So it's, uh, it's a fun time, but, uh, you know, I think as a group we know what's at stake. You've already snuck in, uh, you know, mentioning tomorrow night's game, and I imagine, you know, to that end, Saturday won't mean as much if you don't get the result you need on, on Monday, but it's a chance to really make it a special trip and, and get you on a run. Yeah, I mean, we put ourselves in a good position. We're feeling good going into the game, but it's a new game. we got to have the same start. we got to have the same tenacity. we got to go after them just like we did Columbus. Um, you know, they're coming off a loss, so they're going to be hungry. And, um, we know that they got a lot of offensive power, so we got to be at our best, just like any night. Uh, yeah, the league's too close now. You know, uh, teams are teams are pretty equal with uh, the amount of skill and talent they have, and, you know, it's about executing. That's what we got to make sure we do. That is Oilers defenseman Chris Russell. And to round out this little uh, segment of pregame audio, Jack Eichel is uh, the captain of the Buffalo Sabres, of course, went right behind Connor McDavid in the 2015 NHL entry draft. The ever-productive player, 23 goals, 47 assists for 70 points in 62 games, uh, forming quite the duo, him and Jeff Skinner on that top line. He had a conversation with Jack Michaels, Jack Eichel, here on Oilers now. You know, this time of year is desperate. It's every team, you know, is playing for something. It's a big game for both teams. Has your team made the strides you'd envisioned at the start of training camp? Because they're improved, but I get the sense from some of your recent comments that not as improved as you'd like them to be. Um, well, I think you got to be patient. I think uh, sometimes you tend to look at things, you know, glass half empty instead of half full. So I think if you look at where we were a year ago and where we are now, I think it's... Uh, you can look at a lot of positives. It's uh, it's been good to see the uh, the culture change around the organization and, and the room, and um, the expectation is to win every night, which is uh, a lot different than it was a year ago. So it's good to see. What, in your opinion, still needs improvement? Like, what's the next thing that this team will eventually need to conquer to get in an even better spot? You know, just that honest consistency of uh, doing it night in and night out. Maybe Buffalo's worst game of the year was in Edmonton about a month and a half ago. Uh, well, I mean, I think uh, statistics. Speaking, there was a lot of, uh, you know, bad things. I mean, I don't know, whatever, it ended up 7-2. to two. But I think we played that bad of a game. Uh, I think the scoreboard showed a lot worse than it was, but I thought we had some good possession at times. We had some good chances. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of good players over there. I mean, they have some real high-end talent. Obviously, Connor and Leon are having really big years, so i uh, got to be aware when they're on the ice. When you face high-end talent, is it important to make them defend? Is that the best defense against it? Yeah, I mean, that's always good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the more they play without the puck, the better for us. 
That is Jack Eichel talking to Jack Michaels of the Oilers Radio Network. It's Brendan Escott here. Bob has uh, boarded the bus. They're heading to the rink, getting set for Oilers Sabres tonight at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. That one on 630. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Face-off show goes at 3.30. I will step aside momentarily back to wrap up the show in a couple of minutes. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. 1.55 in Edmonton, Brendan Escott filling in for Bob. Bob is headed to the bus. On his way to Key Bank Center, Oilers Sabres tonight. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. All right, we'll take it to this day in Oilers history. That's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. You can join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, on a spectacular Italian tour and Greek Island cruise. That includes daily tours, meals, and exclusive special events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day back in 2014, Alish Hemsky scored twice to lift the Oilers to a 3-2 win over Ottawa. And that was Hemsky's last game as an Oiler as he was dealt at the trade deadline a day later to those same Senators for a third and a fifth round draft pick. It is Miko Koskinen against Linus Ulmark in net tonight for the Oilers and Sabres. That's coming up. 3.30 face-off show on 6.30. Chad, 5 o'clock puck drop with Jack and Bob. Tomorrow, it's Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Appreciate you sticking around today. Should have an exciting show tomorrow, but not before. Oilers Sabres, remember the Oilers knocking them off at Rogers Place 7-2. That was back in January. Up next, we got a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by an abbreviated version of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from the 6.30 Chat Studios. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.